I mean, I haven't had a bean and cheese burrito from Taco Bell in a long time, but I have the memory of one, you know? Yeah. And that's, first of all, that's mostly beans, a little bit of cheese, and then it already had, and maybe still has, some, like, taco sauce in it. Mm-hmm. That I will would have been... I had taco sauce. What's that? Uh, you have to put it you have to put it in on your own taco sauce. It doesn't have any? I mean, as far as I know, I don't I think know. My wife gets to have burritos, some, again, I, like, I, I don't. I haven't even been to Taco Bell in a really long time. Not because yeah. I'm like I mean, a hater. I've, I've I just, been you know. way too frequently, like since having since moving to the Midwest and hey, man. having children. I like Taco I Bell. find myself there like way more than I, I should be going. Yeah. Anyway, I'm saying uh, that would have been better than what I and that's that was part of what made me want to say what I said is like it, if it had been a bean and cheese burrito, but I was like, man, this is a good bean and cheese burrito. I would mm-hmm. not have been motivated to say that because I'm like, okay, it didn't have egg. All right. But it was yeah. delicious. Not a big deal. This was not at all delicious. And my wife and I both got one. And we ended up... And Oh, oh. And see, I didn't want to make and this any longer. it was probably like, like $7. Uh, it was 6 But yeah, with, t- with tip, it was 7 <laughs> Yeah, you're actually exactly right. Um, and I didn't want to go into any more detail about it because I didn't want to like turn it into some long thing. But... Uh, it had so much cheese in it, and the cheese was cold, of course, because they're just putting. They just literally I mean, got a tortilla, it's, it's, put it's, cold cheese in there, and then a couple spoonfuls of beans and wrapped it up. Like if they had at least taken the tortilla and put it on the grill, and then put the cheese on there, so that the tortilla could get hot and the cheese got a little bit melty, and then stick the beans on there, it would have been way better. But like I bit into it, and it was like room temperature, and so then I'm like, okay, let's just not eat this right now. And so we brought the burritos home and then like I microwaved them and then I made uh, uh, some scrambled eggs. And I'm like, okay, we're going to make like burrito (laughs) breakfast bowls out of this. But when I microwaved them, there was so much cheese that the cheese just started melting out of, you know, every orifice of the burrito to bring back your favorite word. And and that's like I said, there was hardly any beans, and we I ended up just chucking it because I'm like I you know I still hadn't recorded uh, the weekend rental yet, you know obviously, and I'm like I can't record a show with like a gigantic lump of, of cheese like cheese, that that lump yeah. is going to just be slowly moving between you know my mouth and the business end of my intestinal tract over the course yeah. of the day, you know it's too much cheese, and I love cheese. Anyway. It's just it's it's just really funny to me that it took up like such a huge like mind share of your day and effort like even beyond just getting it and eating it yeah or like you know just like you know getting a typical breakfast burrito and eating it yeah I yeah. love the fact that it just like took up like a like like a decent amount of time in your day yeah and he, and he just yeah. threw it away it ended and it was just it, it was it, it was seven dollars and he just threw it away yeah because it ended up being i mean I, we ate some of it but i'm saying <laughs> you, you had to cut your losses being, eventually it ended up being more work that's exactly what i'm not going to go sunk cost <laughs> fallacy on this burrito yeah. like, you're out of here you know because the whole right. point was it was supposed to be easier than making my own breakfast and so like i ended up spending 14 dollars yeah. on two burritos and then I still ended up making my own breakfast, which was then kind of ruined by those burritos. <laughs> it was literally worst case scenario. You should you should leave a, a Yelp review. I don't like doing that, man. That's a small dude. I, oh, I know, I know. You know, it's funny I'm not because be a narc. No, <laughs> well, I mean, people got to know sometimes. But I'm 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 always trying to talk my wife into like starting like being a, a Yelp reviewer because she. 
I don't know. She's like way uh, like thinks about like service and, you know, because she was like worked in, you know, service for, you know, as a as a waitress for so long that she has has a lot of opinions and feelings about it. So I'm always like, you know, you should start being a Yelp reviewer. reviewer. I don't understand what you mean when you say that. Like you, you say it like it's a profession. Is there something I don't know? Well, I mean, it's not a profession. I mean, it could be for some people, but I'll tell you. So I have some friends, uh, this one one guy that I grew up with, him and his wife are like professional Yelp reviewers in Buffalo. Uh-huh. And they do so many reviews and they get at, like invited to these like private parties uh-huh. where they will like, if it's like a well-reviewed place, they will invite the Yelp reviewers. They have like a private dinner and all this other stuff. And... It's just kind of crazy. They get like all of the like this is just something they do in their spare time, and they get like all these like. But that's why you, you can't know, trust benefits. Yelp reviews because that that's tainting the jury. Maybe that's no different. But I mean, you, I think it's usually like after they've already been given. Good I don't reviews. know, man. That's that's no different than like you know YouTube reviews. Yeah, where they get to keep the product. Yeah, I mean, I mean, a lot of people do that. I know, but I'm saying. And I do. It's a lack of journalistic integrity is what I'm saying. Yes. I'm not saying I haven't done it too. But I mean, this is just something they do for free, like on their, for fun. I know. And it's just kind of cool that they get like these free like dinners and events out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it makes it kind of worth it for them. I guess. But I mean, this, I don't know for like a, like a written review. I mean, I'll take a free dinner for a written review. Like, doesn't mean it has I to guess. be good. It has to be like, I mean, you could, you know, like it's better than everyone getting exposed to like these bad burritos. Uh oh, you got the you got the stink face on. What, I, what just, I found something on my. I got my desk cleaned up quite a bit, and I just, I just, I don't know what this is. I mean, I, 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 I saw you. Know what uh, it is, but I don't really know what it is. What I saw I you wrong? added some bias lighting behind your monitor. Yeah. It's Exciting. it's kind of awesome, right? Yeah, it was 15 bucks. Was, yeah, and, you know. and I bet you can control it with your phone if you wanted to. Uh, I don't know. It came with a remote. Okay. But, I mean, what I would really love to have had is one that would change color based on what's on the screen. But everything I saw that does like that. Like the Hue stuff is like that does that is like real expensive, though. Well, this is what I don't understand. And I'm sure it is just my own stupidity. But, like, every set that I saw that does that has, like, a little camera that you mount to the top of your TV that's pointed at the TV, right? And so it sees what colors on the TV. And then, Oh, like, that's weird. Because I just figured, because what it made me think of, uh, I mean, for anybody out there that doesn't doesn't know that they can do this, like uh, the analog device, like the Mega SG and I think the Super NT yeah. both do it, where it will just read whatever like the center pixel color is on the yeah. screen if you're playing a game, and it'll make mm-hmm. the LED power the power led on the console be that color so that that led is constantly changing mm-hmm. and so i just would have thought again it's probably just my own stupidity that you, you know like a led strip would just sort of have a place where you would plug in well, the, the hdmi cable into it and then plug that whole thing into the hdmi port on your tv yeah it's just like a pass-through yeah I mean, i'm pretty sure that that's how the huge stuff is uh, it's just uses a pass-through from the but I feel I like if, you're, if that, there's a lot of stuff going on, yeah. it's going to be like just changing so quick that it would be annoying. That's very true. So I, don't, I mean, I like I'm fine with the system. I, have. I like the remote thing. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm playing baseball, 
put a nice green. Man, I was yeah. playing. I know that nobody wants to hear about this, including <laughs> you probably, but you know, uh, I was playing that Japanese, you know, that the PS4 Japanese baseball game, you know, that I'm still in love yeah, with. Yeah. You know, that was what was on the monitor in the in the photo. exactly. It was that very game. Uh, mm-hmm. I was playing uh, uh, the Yokohama DNA Bay Stars, who I hate them because they mm-hmm. have Trevor Bauer now, and I don't like them for signing him. So anyway, I'm of course the Omiuri Giants. And, you know, normally I've been, like, dominating that game to the point that it's kind of boring. You know, I'm like, I'm trying to find, <laughs> like, what difficulty level do I need so I can have, like, a competitive game of baseball, right? And I ended yeah. up starting a season, and, like, unless I missed it, it never asked me about difficulty levels. I'm like, all right, you know. So this was, like, you know, I'm a few games into the season now. I'm playing the Bay Stars. And... uh Play like two, three innings, scoreless, which for me already is like, okay, this is a little bit more challenging. It's scoreless. That's good, you know? Yeah. And then like they scored like one run and then, you know, I scored. So like, you started to sweat it a little bit. Well, a little bit because I'm like, man, I'm not I'm not even really getting on base. And like they scored a run, but I, I was letting a lot of base runners get on base, you know? And so I was mm-hmm. kind of worried about that. Uh, but then like, you know, one of my top guys gets in there and hits a solo home run, ties the game up, right? So I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, then like fourth inning comes around. This is all in the third inning, fourth inning. Now, mind you, like I said, my pitcher, we'd only given up one run, you know, credit where credit is due, but you know, the base stars had like a lot of runners on base. And I'm like, man, this guy does not have it. Like, this is not the giants ace, right? This is like the third guy in the rotation. I'm like, okay, this guy, this guy doesn't have his stuff today, you know? Yeah. And so I end up loading up the bases. Like, I'm on offense, I'm saying. I, I load up the bases, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, what comes up in the batting order? The pitcher spot, right? I'm like, there's <laughs> no way I've got the bases loaded in a one-run game. or No, a tie game, 1-1 one, one game. There's no way I'm letting this clown hit, right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, I open up the menu and uh hit the option for uh relief and mm-hmm. i get him out of there and i get an american there's an american on the team wheeler is his name i'm like i was looking for him because you know the game's 100 percent in japanese right yeah so I'm trying but then to find... you occasionally get the what american name in there oh, yeah, yeah yeah but i'm saying like the difference is the japanese players their names are in kanji and the yeah, american yeah. players <clears throat> their names are in katakana so I'm looking okay. for Wila in in uh, uh, Wida in ja- in Katakana, and I found him. Okay, there he is, Wida. So I stick him in the game, right? Pinch pinch mm-hmm. hitter, right? First pitch, grand slam, right? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I got my old form back, right? So now it's yeah. like five to one. I end up over the course of that inning and the next inning tacking on like four more runs, I think. So it's like nine to one, right? So now I'm like, okay, this game's not as challenging as I thought it was. That's not good, you know, because mm-hmm. like I said, I don't, I didn't think it gave me the option to set difficulty level when I started the season, right? Yeah, but now, I would now that it up, just changes over time. And now I'm up nine to one, right? Yeah, I ended up losing that game fifteen what? to thirteen. <laughs> it was, it was fun. I mean, I lost. That sucked, but it was fun. That's crazy. Yeah, makes you wish you had recorded it. I would have been like, hundred percent. Maybe I should, maybe 100%. I should plug this in and start recording it. I just feel like I should never play a video game again 
And we've talked about this before. I should never, ever play another game where I'm not recording it. Yeah. Because like, I mean, you if can, you finish uh, yeah. and you're like, nothing good happened, then you just delete the recording, you know? But if something cool happened... Yeah, but there's there's definitely like a mind share that you have, like, oh, I got to get this stuff set up before I start playing. And it's like, yeah, like but, it's not it's not hard, like, at least in my setup yeah, and probably on your hard. setup. No, it's definitely it's not It's not, not hard, hard to do all. that. No, no. Uh, for me, you know, like if I'm playing like a modern game, I want to be able to use it through my surround sound setting uh, yeah. system, and that makes it so the audio does not go over HDMI. So I would just have, oh, just only have the video. Yeah. But the Zone Two, which is a separate, a second output, yeah. you can have from any of the sources on the receiver output from. Yeah, and I can send that out, and I just like start plugging that into my Ninja, my yeah, Ninja, Ninja Five. Did you end up buying that other one or no? I did, yeah. I mean, we'll talk about that in a little bit. All right. Uh, I didn't know that was a whole thing. Yeah. With the <laughs> well, I mean, it's around. not really a whole thing. Uh, but I recently, like, the big problem I was having when I was doing that is, like, going into my capture card, uh, it passes through the surround sounds uh, audio, like, over the, you know, the, the, the zone two out, and that goes in. And my recordings would only have, like, the left and right channel. So you only hear the music, and you maybe faintly hear oh. dialogue. And I was like, well, that's like almost unusable at the same time. Yeah. But the Ninja will record all, all those channels to like separate audio channels. Well, and just do that. Yeah. I mean, that's what I can do now. But you're I saying, really... that the, I know you don't want to talk about the Ninja right now, but that you're saying that the issue with that is that the Ninja doesn't necessarily like all signals. It doesn't necessarily like all signals, but the only time I'd have to really worry about that is with modern games, and it's totally fine with modern games. Yeah. The things that it, the thing it doesn't like is it doesn't like the Mister, and um, it does work with the Retro Tank. Yeah. But uh, I don't think it would work if you plug directly into it. Like, oh. there's something about what my you have to like kind of run it through a uh, like a splitter, which kind of like finesses the signal a little bit, just That's... like makes it. Which is, is, is fine. Yeah. Totally that's, fine. That's more but even in I that wanna... situation, the uh, the mister does not show up on it. Oh. And I, I'm not quite sure why. Because, I mean, the Atomos uh, Ninja is, you know, much like black magic design stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's really hard to capture games and stuff with black magic, like using, like, the, like, even, like, the retro tank. Because if the signal is not, like, perfectly to, like, spec, yeah, it won't see it. I mean, I have to say, uh, I've had that experience with some black magic stuff, but mm -hmm. uh, the black magic capture device I have now, mm -hmm. uh, I've never had a problem with it. Oh, not so I wonder if, if and it was and it was ninety nine bucks. It's like the cheapest capture anything that black really? magic sells, and I've never had an issue with it. So that's interesting because you know I think a lot of people complained about that. And maybe they kind of yeah, I've, I've uh, bought it like loosened loosened their restrictions on it so that you yeah. know they, they'd allow through because they they probably said like oh we could probably sell a lot more yeah. of these cards to people like like that people was who actually record the, gameplay. the first capture device I ever bought for my show was a Black Magic device and I I had to return it specifically mm -hmm. because it wasn't getting along with That's, my game consoles. Yep, that, I mean that was similar for me. Although like that was in the first. Uh, capture device I ever bought, but it was like very, very uh, like early in the, the lifetime of the channel or like before the channel, like when yeah. I was kind of exploring different like ways of uh, upscaling the HDMI and yeah. et cetera. And uh, it just didn't work with anything that I wanted to, it to work with. 
Yeah. Hey, so it's kind of ironic, I thought, that, uh, you know, this whole idea that, oh, yeah, now we're recording on a schedule, and, you know, I even kind of put uh, in the description for the last episode, you know, I put like, oh, the guys get their S together. I'm not going to say it. You can (laughs) say it. Um, And then this morning I wake up and I realized I'd forgotten to release the show. (laughs) Like I woke up, I was laying in bed. When did you edit it though? Huh? When did you edit it and upload it? Oh, like last Monday or Tuesday. Like I edited (laughs) it and uploaded it like right away. The thing I always have to, this is the part of doing the show that I hate. Well, not, I don't Mm. hate it. It's the part I like the least, and it's always the reason. It's the thing I wait to the last minute to do, because I don't, I don't like typing out the description. Oh, okay. And that's why, and I always try. That's why, you know, people probably see if you're watching on YouTube, I'm always looking down and making notes when we're talking, is I'm trying to make a list of the things we talked about, because then Mm -hmm. it's easy to write the description. But what always happens is that I, we get to talking and I just kind of forget what I was doing and I, I stopped doing that. And so then I have yeah. to go back and kind of watch or listen to the show and scrub through it and figure out, like, what do we talk about? Because, like, I'm old and I forget. Yeah. So this morning I woke uh... up and it was like 630 and I realized that I hadn't done any of that. And so, like, I ran down to the basement here <laughs> and and had to write the description so that I could. Uh, uh... Oh, but then I also noticed, and this is I got a bone to pick with you, mister. Oh, um, your microphone discipline could use a little bit of work. What do you mean? Because I I ended up having to adjust your audio some more, and then I re-exported the audio this morning. I left the video alone because it was too late. Because, you know, I, I add uh, noise gate and compression to both mm-hmm. of our voices, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you kept doing this thing last week where, you know, people all do this, right? You get to the end of a sentence, and your voice kind of falls off a little bit. You were doing that, and at the same time, you would, like, look away from the microphone. Oh, and so well, like your you know, voice would disappear, you know, you know, focus. I'm only I'm human. I'm here. Stay right yes. there. Yes. Well, the thing Don't is, I'm looking right at stop. you. You were right there. I know. But sometimes you're I'm looking, looking right at you're you looking right to your right. You're looking to your left. Like, you know, eyes yeah. up here, buddy, is what I'm trying to tell you. All right. Anyway, well, you know, I'll do my best. That's fine. I don't actually. I did care. actually like increase my uh, audio level just a touch. OK, so that. You know, it's a little bit louder. I can see the the um, the levels a little bit better on the on the zoom, but yeah. just overall, I think we have a pretty like good uh, workflow now. Yes, it only took us you know like thirty five episodes. Forty. Before. This is episode forty. I will. This is episode forty. But, but we what? were uh, you know like I was doing a certain way for like thirty five of those episodes. I've only really yeah. been using the zoom for you know oh, like a yes. month or, That's or true. two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, but, you're listening but, to episode 40. There it is. Here's my question <laughs> for you. Not brought to you, but could be uh, brought to you by uh, Hoji Cha Unsweetened Roasted Green Tea by our friends at Itoen, who Itoen. I understand is the number one manufacturer of iced tea beverages in uh, the Pacific Rim. Wow. They, and they have a lot, you know, I, I drink a lot of Itoan teas, but uh, by yeah. far, Hoji Cha, best one. Best one. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. It goes Hoji Cha number one. This is also not uh, being brought to you by Encova Insurance. Yeah, think not, about it. Think I'm... about it, Encova. You got two middle-aged guys here. We're both 
we're both health ticking time bombs. <laughs> Do we have our insurance up to date? Is our family yeah. covered in the event of something? I don't a, know. A major disaster? Yes. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. So, so I, I do like this new schedule, though, oh, like just having you? like the idea of, um, you know, we can uh, like have all week to write stuff down. Yeah. Did you actually write stuff down this time? Because I wrote, I wrote stuff down, but I always write stuff down. I got some stuff written down. Yes. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Well, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to cede the floor to you then so that I don't feel, you're not making the face. If you're going to put on the glasses, make thank you. Is that too yeah. much to ask? <laughs> I, you know what? I it's like still, them. It's still amazing. I, 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 I ain't going to lie. I you, like them. You go from looking five years younger than me to five years older than me just when you do Yes. That. I, I love know. it. So you know how I said it? I, I cranked up the audio levels a little bit. It almost, I don't know if I was seeing it out of the corner of my eye. It almost looked like I was peaking when I get, when I get real excited, but it's not. All right. Well, I, I mean, just, you know, you're getting recorded over here too, so don't worry about it. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, got your glasses on there, so it's getting serious. <laughs> what uh, what magnification level are those? Uh, these are. Uh, I think these might. I got some real powerful ones so that yeah. I could uh, like look closely at those. Have wooden and stuff. arms? What? Those have wooden arm pieces. I don't know. Those They're look pretty like, classy, dude. The, I got these ones at Target. That's all so right. These ones. These ones are like more expensive and they're kind of like they kind of have like a smoky see-through yeah they're nice to them yeah look at that isn't that kind of wild like what it's doing to my face yeah it's not yeah you look, like, you look like that weird thing from the quiznos commercials back like 20 years ago i don't know you don't, don't know, know. that's about. fine that's fine but speaking right. of which speaking of quiznos so, well no speaking of commercials like from way back when okay i was thinking a lot Today, because I was having a, a when we were eating dinner, yeah. Uh, my son like tried something. Like my my son, he's eight, yeah. and most of the time we can't talk him into trying stuff. Yeah. Or if he tries something, he's already made up his mind that he doesn't like it. Yeah. Before he tries it. Okay. Uh, I mean, I think that that's. I, I think that a lot of kids are like that. I think a lot I may of people have been like that. Like my that. brother was not, but. Uh, you know, it's, but sometimes we can talk them and then, like, you know, being a little bit like, you know, have like with some, like, you know, putting some adventure in his, uh, in his step. Yeah. And, you know, we just like, you know, made some, uh, you know, mashed up some avocado and he's just eating it on chips. And, and that's he like was for like, him, no, that's adventurous or what? It's, it's not, it's not. The thing is, here, like, he's here it, in California, it, here in California, we call that guacamole. <laughs> yes, but this this was just mashed up avocado with some salt on it. Nothing okay. Nothing crazy or anything on it. Yeah, and like that's not adventurous for him. He's had it before. Okay, but a lot of times he forgets that he's had certain things. He's like, no, no, and then he like tried one and he ended up liking it. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you know, will you will you make make me some more? Because he tried his sister's first, and uh, he's like, oh, I decided I w- I want some, and then you know he like ate ate. ate he ate an entire avocado. That's good. Uh, yes, very good. Is this about the but, avocados you know, like, from Mexico commercial? Is this about that? Yeah. 
Avocados no. from it's, Mexico. <laughs> you even have that commercial there? Probably not. It, it, it sounds familiar, but okay. I've never seen it. All right. Uh, but I mean, you know, I started thinking like, oh, you know, it's Monty likes it. And yeah, it got me thinking right. about like Mikey likes it, right? The yeah. life serial kid. Yeah. And like how many, like I was saying that is something that it's part of our lives it's like like something that's just like in our like at the age that we are and people older than us yeah and maybe slightly younger like that's yeah. like part of the like like they're all everyone's gonna know what you're talking about yes but then after that point like nobody knows well I mean, like it's just like you're just, just describing my things. life right now like when i go to work i try to make these you know what are to me pop culture references yeah yeah like oh mikey likes it they're like oh, what are you talking about I don't, yeah, I don't know what you're doing. It's just, it's just really interesting to me how that is something that was so prevalent, yeah, in our lives for so long, and then at a certain point, and just like zero knowledge by like anybody, like a, like a, like a certain age or younger. But they could do the same thing back to you. Oh, for sure. And I'm, and that's just like that's the that's the circle of life that happens to everybody. Yeah. But I mean, what are some other ones that you could think of that are? very similar to that that are just going to like fall into they have already fallen like way beyond obscurity for anybody of a certain age like have, where's the beef is what i thought of oh yeah that's a that's a good one um because that's even even like i feel like that stopped being a thing when i was still kind of a small kid mm -hmm. like well not small Same but I mean, here. I mean i don't think i was out of elementary school after the what where's the beef thing yeah, ended me either you know yeah was that wendy's Okay. Yeah. Do you think that that like kind of put Wendy's on the map? I mean, pro I mean that's you know, that's a good way to to market yourself, right? Get a little aggressive and attack the other guys. Yeah. Uh, ironically, whenever I go to Wendy's, I get a chicken sandwich. <laughs> I mean, I love hamburgers, but I'm saying yeah. like a you know a spicy chicken sandwich, especially the home style spicy yeah. chicken sandwich from Wendy's. You know, why would you get anything else when you go there? Or you could get a Frosty. I don't like well, that. Well, no, I, mean, I always get a Frosty. Yeah. I mean, that's... Like, I can just get a Frosty and fries, you know, and, and you dunk the fries in the Frosty. Everybody knows that. And only a chocolate Frosty <laughs> is an actual Frosty. Like, I think you go there now and, like, you can get a vanilla Frosty whenever you want. And then they'll have, mm -hmm. like, special, like, oh, we have uh, strawberry Frosties this month. That's right. not a Frosty. I don't... I mean, good I mean, for them I, for providing like options to people. Just but... like, it's not so much the flavor. It's like it has a certain uh, consistency to it. Yeah. That basically nothing else come like can replicate that. You know what's funny about that? Um, I don't know if you read uh, Tim Rogers' Final Fantasy VI review. I know I've brought it up before. Yeah, yeah. And he talks and about he, he talks about the he talks yeah, about the... going to Wendy's and getting a frosty, and then coming home and just putting it in the freezer and then going to sleep. And then yeah. waking up later and taking it out of the freezer and like smashing it back up and eating it. It's like mm -hmm. no, like you, you've ruined the texture. Like you have to eat yeah. a frosty fresh or like what's the point? Yes, and I would I would go as far as saying that is true for all milkshakes. You should never put a fr milkshake into no, the freezer and then, then come just, and get it later. Then just have ice cream in the freezer. Yeah. And then, like, take it out, scoops them into a bowl, pour some milk in there, and, like, stir it up real fast with a spoon. You've just made yeah. a milkshake. I just, you're welcome. I just gave you the recipe for a milkshake. 
Yes. And I would I would say that putting a frosty in in the fridge or a milkshake in the fridge is like way more acceptable. I mean, it, if it, it like, helps, I think you could put it in there for a little while before it yeah. started like melting. Right. But I mean, I just my whole thing is like, just don't. That's more acceptable to me, though. It is. But it I just think if you're going to get a frosty, just don't punch above your weight. Get whatever size frosty you can consume in like one sitting. Yeah. You have no, honestly, there's no reason you're to not, put one in the fridge. Like, don't get a large. It's too big for you. Yeah. If you can't fit, if you cannot finish a frosty in one sitting, like, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, I'm not <laughs> sure I've ever gotten like a large frosty. I don't know how big those no. are, you know? I'll tell you what, I'm horrified Does at the price of frosties a, a these days. Frosty. Like, they used to have a frosty on their 99 cent menu. Now, like, the cheapest frosty at Wendy's is like $3. Well, I mean, they know what they're doing. Well, they know that people will. From what I'm told, pay this absurd. If you want, if you want to get good deals now at fast food restaurants, you have to have their app on your phone. And then I've had people talk to me like I'm stupid. Like what? You mean you just like walk in there and just order your food? Like you're supposed to have the app. That's how you get the deals. Like I don't want fast food restaurant apps on my phone. Yeah, my wife tried using the McDonald's one. I just don't go to those places anymore. I'm not paying over ten dollars for a big mac meal you know i can yeah. for 10 bucks i can get a much better meal than that yes but apparently yeah. that, that's my problem for not having the app yeah you, you know, know uh, I, I, my wife did it from mcdonald's one time and they said oh you know if you park in this place we'll bring it out to you yeah and then she went there and parked there and never it never came out until eventually she like went inside it's just sitting there yeah. And it's like all cold and everything. It's like Yeah. He told me to sit there. Yeah. You got a, you got a whole parking place for this kind of thing. Yeah. I, and you know what? It's fast food. Just go through the drive-through and order. Like that's the entire appeal yes. of fast food. Yes. Like that's the whole reason. You know, who cares about like apps, you know, like what are you doing like on your phone? Like while you're are you making right. your order, right. like are they asking you to make that order? I think you know, so. Like on your phone while th- you're driving there. I think so. I don't know. I I don't do it. I mean, it sounds like it's maybe they're just trying to thin out the population. I don't maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh, so you saw the text I sent you earlier, obviously, because you replied to it. Yeah, we had another under the bridge sighting. Yeah. But I have an important update, not just for you, but for all of our uh, listeners and viewers. I have found red hot chili peppers. I found them. Okay. I, uh, okay. you know, I normally listen to uh, First Wave on uh, my Sirius radio. Yeah. You know, that's like all the 80s, uh, you know, new wave music. But there's like a couple nights a week where they play, like, they have special shows that I don't care for. And so I'll, I'll just change the channel, you know, no big deal. Mm-hmm. And so the other day I changed it and I put on Lithium, which is the, you know, grunge, 90s grunge yeah, and yeah. alternative channel. And I heard I had it on like all evening. It's not like they were playing this stuff back to back. But I mean, I heard multiple Red Hot Chili Pepper songs that I haven't heard in a while. So interesting. That's where they're hiding. They're over on Lithium on Sirius XM. That's <laughs> they're hiding out there. Like, yeah. like anything that's not underneath the bridge or under yeah, the bridge under or the bridge, yeah. Danny California or maybe California. Oh, that's true. I did 
full disclosure, I didn't get it on video. I did hear Danny California on the radio right. about a week ago. I did change the channel, though. I don't like that song. Yeah. I mean, I don't either, but it's like, but like Californication is a pretty good song. And so it, like, like Scar Tissue is a good like, song. Like that album's like just I like good both of those songs. General. Yeah. Like if either yeah. of those came on the radio, I would not change the channel. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, like, if I'm I being just... if I'm being real honest, I know this makes me weak minded, but I think there's a time when Danny California could have come on the radio, and I wouldn't have liked it, but I wouldn't have changed the channel. But when you have somebody like scientifically break down why that <laughs> I song know, I can't sucks, not hear yeah, Mary Jane's Last Dance now. Yeah, when I hear that, like which it's is just, a far it's, it's... far better song. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the, you know. The, Mary Jane's Last Dance, that was a song that was was like new when I was a senior in high school. Yeah. And and that was like his last like, real hit song, wasn't it? I would say. Um, I feel came like out... You Don't Know How It Feels was after that. No, 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 no. I don't think so. Really? I don't think so. I, I don't I have to like, think about like that. Like Wildflowers. Because he recorded it, Mary Jane's Last Dance during the same recording sessions as the Wildflowers album. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But Which Mary is... Jane's Last Dance was on the Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers Greatest Hits release. Okay. So I don't I don't know which came out first. But without looking it up, I I to me I feel like Wildflowers came out first. Yeah. Cuz I so, feel like I was a freshman in high school when Wildflowers came out. But I could be really? I could definitely be wrong about that. Yeah, I'm not I, I, like, I feel up. like I was in like maybe eleventh grade or something like that, and like both of those oh, were very. Close it's to definitely because I'm two years older than you, right? So it definitely did not come out that late. Because I was Wildflowers, so I, I was very much still in high school when that when and that Pearl Jam's Vitology at the same time. All right, I don't know if that matters. Not to uh, me. So there is a, uh, I guess there's a really really good Tom Petty documentary that's like you almost your documentaries four hours long. again rock doc but i i've heard that it's it's yeah. really really good and it's like four hours long yeah i think we should try to watch it before next week's episode oh my god four hours <laughs> I, had a, I had a friend who was like you know i was i was like up one night i've been drinking and i was about to go to bed and then i saw that the tom petty docu- documentary was on and it was like four hours and i stayed up all night watching it <laughs> wow I mean, I'm sure it's good. I'm just like, I don't know if I can, you know. That's I mean, that's, a, that's a serious chunk of time. But if you, you know, you watch an hour a day. I got, I got a lot going on right now, you know. <laughs> but we could we could talk about it. I'll try. Let's, I'll, I'll try yeah. to, I'll see how far I can get with it. How about that? What, oh, what service is it on? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm just, oh, well. I'm just saying that it, it, it exists. I don't know where it is Okay. Yet. All right. Fair enough. I'll see if I can find it though. Uh. But I mean, going jumping back to what you know, to like the the uh, uh, Mikey likes it and wears the beef. I mean, oh, is there sorry. anything else that you could think of? Oh, I was just gonna say uh, I, I don't know why because I, I, for some reason I get this stuck in my head on a fairly regular basis is mm-hmm. uh, the bubble tape commercials. Hmm. Bubble tape. It's six feet of bubble gum for you, not them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because you know? I I mean yeah. I used to chomp on bubble tape. Yeah, you know, like for a while, I switched over from Big League Chew. Well, I was gonna, just going to say bubble like, tape, and then of course I went back to Big League Chew. You can't beat Big League Chew. You you can't. No. Uh, 
I was just gonna say, like in a face-off, who are you going with? And it's like it's definitely Big League Chew. Which do they still make it? I honestly don't know. I wouldn't because, be surprised I mean, if they did. It's not. just really just because. Yes, of, I would be very know. surprised. But I, I would under like, I wonder if they try to frame it differently because you know it's supposed to be like chewing tobacco. Yeah, but I, I mean, I feel like these days, first of all, yeah, it's that's like selling candied candied cigarettes or something to kids. Yeah, exactly. But also, I don't feel like kids like baseball that much anymore. Like, oh well, I don't know. One of my son's friends does. Oh well, in that case, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, bubble tape is it's good and is like vastly inferior to big league chew. But like, neither one of them are that great because they lose their flavor and like yeah but see here's the thing with both of those and i don't know what it is because i would never do this with any other gum right like normally you got a pack of gum right in your pocket and you're chewing it no more flavor you get a new piece out unwrap it use that wrapper to get rid of the old piece and then shove the new piece in right yeah but with both bubble tape and big league chew i would always just shove in more gum like the old gum was still in there and I was just adding to it. Yeah. I mean, the coolest thing about bubble tape was basically the packaging. Oh, for it's sure. It's almost like, oh, for I have this sure. little thing. It's like a little a mini packing tape. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and kids d- dig that. Like my kids have gotten bubble tape. I mean, what like what bubble times. gum do they still, is Bubbleisha still around or Hubba Bubba? Uh, Bubbleicious is definitely is. Uh, uh, double bubble. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, Bazooka? Sure. They still make... Remember Bazooka and you got the little tiny comic? With Bazooka Joe? Yeah. And remember, yeah, I, I know if, you're you saved, about. if you saved the comics, you could send them in and like yeah. use them like tickets to get, you know, something stupid like a Super Bowl or something. I feel like that exists, but it does not have the comics or anything on there oh, well, anymore. Forget that. Yeah. Like, who even cares at that point? Yeah. I mean, do you do you even chew gum really not anymore i went through a phase for a long time where Mm -hmm. i was chewing like you know extra you know mint yeah gum uh but not yeah not that's what's peppermint i would get the winter green yeah green is way better than than blue i don't know i'm fine with both of them but uh i yeah i used to chew that a lot i don't know i think part of it was like i had a a job where i was constantly talking to customers and stuff you know because i was going Mm -hmm. around repairing you know i'd go into labs and repair their equipment right so i'd show up and have to talk to them and i'm like well better throw a piece of gum in my mouth just it took me i've been in a car for two hours coming over here yeah i don't want to what is what is the kind of gum that's in the yellow pack is it like wrigley's like spearmint or something like that or, yeah, or you mean juicy fruit? That's in a yellow juicy package. Juicy fruit, that's it. Ah, juicy, juicy fruit. fruit. Like, yes. If anybody so, gets that reference, please leave a comment below. Ah, <laughs> juicy fruit. <laughs> that is still around, and I feel like that is... Delicious. Juicy fruit, is it, it's, it's good, yes, it's delicious. And it may be the most iconic tasting gum, bubble gum, like out there. That one had a commercial too, didn't it? I can't remember the lyrics. Oh, I had it. Oh, juicy fruit is gonna move ya. Yeah, exactly. Dun 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 dun. It gets right to ya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, (laughs) that's another one. (laughs) There's another one. Uh, But I feel, but I do feel that juicy fruit is the most. uh, It's like the most iconic tasting 
But you want to talk about something that runs out of flavor fast. Juicy fruit. Yes. Way better 100%. than fruit stripe. You ever get fruit stripe <laughs> gum? No. Vastly inferior to juicy fruit. Yeah. I mean, that's why nobody's heard of it. Well, I've never heard of it. What about uh, Big Red? Did you ever you ever chew Big Red? Oh, yeah. Big Red. Wasn't there a... There... <laughs> this makes me think there was like some sort of Big Red challenge, you know, when I was in school where you would lick the wrapper and then put it on your arm or something like that, and it would like burn you. I had never heard of that, but... <laughs> I have a hard time the, believing that. The big that's red challenge, to, and like people would you, have to but... do it, and then they have to put it on their forehead, and it it does like the cinnamon like activates and it like does. Yeah, I imagine so. Mildly burn you. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's bring back the uh, the big red challenge. I mean, it was not called that, but I want to call it that. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I mean, speaking of all that stuff, okay. My my kids go back to school on Wednesday. Oh, nice. That's it's it's good, but it's just it's kind of amazing just how quickly the summer went. You got to feel a little bit bad for them, right? I mean, you're probably happy to you know, but I oh, mean, well, it sucks it's, for them. It does. It what's, does. I, you it, know, I mean, my daughter's going to be in. What's middle today? School. Like the fourteenth. Yeah. How is summer over already? I know they should have like I, two more weeks. You'd think so. Uh, growing up. The uh, school wouldn't start until after Labor Day for me. That's what I I remember like September being when school started. Yeah. Although I would say I remember it being like the Monday before Labor Day because then I I remember like our very first weekend was a three-day weekend, which to me like that's good. Easy. Yeah, that's a really cool way to do it. Uh, But for me, it was always the first Wednesday after Labor Day. Oh, all right. And – in New York State, you know, we'd have to go a lot. We'd go a lot later into the year. We'd go almost to the end of June. Oh, my God. Because we had these state tests called yeah. Regents tests. Yeah. And uh, when I was in elementary, all the high school kids were taking it. But the elementary kids would stay, stay in school, like, until they were done. Oh, wow. Until And when you take them in high school, when you have those tests in high school, you're off. But you just have to go to the school the day of the test and go and take the test and yeah. leave. Yeah. And then, you know, like the day after uh, the last test is is graduation. But we would go until the, like June 26th or something like that. That sounds awful. Is it is it more awful than starting on August 16th? I mean, they're both awful. Yeah. But the Which idea of taking this awful. stupid standardized test at the end of the year sounds pretty crappy, too. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's really stressful for people that struggle with that stuff like me. Yeah. You'd have to spend a bunch of time studying for it, and it was like everything that was, the, you know, the teachers taught you all year. Yeah. Well, but you know. I, oh, yeah, go ahead. No, you I, I keep on interrupting you. So, well, so. it's normally I'm the one doing that, so go ahead. It's just, it's crazy that they're starting already. And, you know, it's amazing that uh, summer's over. But do you have any particular memories of the end of summer? And just when you're, when you're kids, summer, summer lasts forever? No, you know? summer does not last forever. I, I went through the exact same emotional roller coaster. I've talked about this like on flashback episodes. 
the same emotional roller coaster that I went through between like Friday afternoon and Sunday night during the school year. I went through the same thing during the summer. It just, instead of taking 48 hours, it took two and a half months, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause I just dreaded going back to school. Interesting. So that's I mean, why I, when you that, tell me that your kids have to go back to school in two days, I just, you know, I, I feel bad because like, you know, it reminds me of, you know, still being in public school, especially when I was in high school. But I mean, junior high was no party either. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I just hated it. You know, and summer was when you're a kid. I mean, summer is amazing, especially I think when we were kids, you know, like I don't I don't you know, I don't know. I think it's funny. I'm not a parent, so I feel like I don't have any right to talk. But like, you know, these days, you know, parents, I think, have to be so much more involved with their kids and yes. like, oh, wait, they have all these activities and do this and do that. And like, I don't know, man, it's when I think of all my best memories of being a kid, it's not having to deal with my parents. You know, it's going and doing stuff on my own, like going out and riding bikes with my friends and yep. spending all yep. day in the Getting summer. Just in the like, woods. Yeah. Like going out, and, you know, playing, playing baseball, having ghost runners, drinking out of the hose in the yard, you know, playing turning it on the can. anything. The, just the, the idea that's like, oh, you're going to go to summer camp and then like. We have these other activities. Like, I would have hated that. That's like, I might as well go back to school then. Like, leave me alone. I Yes. And I agree. I mean, that's how we are. I mean, the kids were in different camps, like, almost every single yeah. minute of this entire yeah. vacation. Uh, you know, like, there, they had, like, three weeks off, like, sp- spread out throughout, I guess, yeah. where they didn't have camp. And, you know, they, they, they got to do a lot of cool things. But by the end of the summer, it's just like very obvious. They're just like, come on. Yeah. I don't want to. I just want to just like let me sleep in. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, like growing up, it was, I didn't, I only went to Cub Scout Day Camp, which is like one week uh, every summer. And it wasn't even overnight. You just go in the morning, you get picked up at three. Yeah. And uh, that was, that was it. That was the only camp that I did. That's how it should be. I, I don't know. I just can't imagine like what kids, you know, have to, like, you know, like summer, I want to stay home. I want to watch, I'm going to watch all the shows that are on during the day that I can't watch during the school year. I want to like, I want to beat games that I didn't have time to play during the school year. You know, I yeah. want to go outside and play with my friends. Like I don't want like activities. Yes. But, and, but the, I think the difference is, and I guess maybe the one of the reasons that we, like that we struggle with it is because when we were that age, we had this thing that we could do during the day, and then like we would eventually kind of get tired of it for that day, and maybe go outside and do something. Yeah. But when you have things like YouTube or like anything streaming, like it's just unlimited new things that just like keep on yeah. getting served up to you. That that yeah. you might just like, I mean, if if we didn't say anything, I'm I'm very convinced that my kids would just like literally like stare at their iPad, yeah, and never eat or do yeah. anything. Uh, if they, if we just like let them do whatever. Yeah. You know, and I mean, and I agree that you should like not always do that, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, sure we didn't do that just because we didn't have all that stuff. I mean, how much TV when we were kids, I'm saying how much TV could you really watch every day? We get old. Well, yeah. And but plus gets, we wanted to go out it, and do stuff, but you yeah. know, we didn't have YouTube and Minecraft and Roblox. Yeah. Yeah. And you just get you get the the feeling of, um, you know, 
I want to go do something different because there's nothing I want to watch on right now. Right. No, right. Nothing's good right now. I'm going to go do something different. Yes. And it's that, that, that all changes when you can just be like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah. There's always was, some, was, you can always make there be something good on is what you're saying yeah. as a kid. Yeah. That makes, so it's, that makes total it's, sense. It's different. Yeah. I actually had this kind of written down on my list too. Uh, you know, cause we're getting to that time of the year. Where, you know, because like you mentioned, you know, when you did your your half-assed uh, does it slap a few weeks ago about, you know, uh, spring, summer, or fall, you know, and I mentioned yeah. that, you know, summer, summer's my least favorite season, you know, I don't hate it, yeah but I don't hate any season, but summer's my least favorite, and so to me, summer is like a thing I have to just get through, you know, yeah. and so the whole time I'm looking, it's the opposite of being a kid, like now I'm looking forward to fall, and like now we're in August, and so like you're starting to see the first signs that fall yes. is coming. You know, like yesterday I watched the first 49ers preseason game, mm-hmm. which sucked. Uh, you know, at the store they're starting to get the Oktoberfest beers in, which is like another yeah. sign of of autumn coming. So yeah, so I'm excited, even though like you know it's a million degrees outside right now. It's like the yeah. the end is in sight. Yeah, I mean, the fav- my favorite thing about fall is just. The clothes, the clothes that you can wear. Oh, a hundred percent. I was actually just thinking about that today. Like my whole wardrobe, like all of my nice clothes are like cool mm-hmm. weather clothes. Like yeah. button down shirts. I, I buy like nice jeans. I have nice shoes. Like, you know, if it, as long as it's cool enough to wear that kind of stuff, I always look way nicer in the winter. Like for me, summer is like $10 Target t-shirts and like $10 Costco shorts. Because, like, yeah. all I care about in the summer is, like, being as comfortable as possible. Avoid Avoiding the swamp nuts. Oh, avoid the Noid. There's another avoid one. Avoid the... There's, there's, there, there it is. You're Domino's really obsessed pizza. with swamp nuts lately, I gotta say. <laughs> I just think it's really funny. It's like it's a funny combination of words. Yeah. So what, um, do, what do you got? What, what do you got on your list? Oh. Yeah, I was going to bring this up. So so last night, Mm -hmm. uh, probably why I didn't finish, you know, buttoning up the podcast, uh, my wife and I watched My Neighbor Totoro. Oh, so you're like... I had seen once before, although not Mm -hmm. like a month ago, not like a long time ago. And because I was like, I don't, you know, I'd never watched, well, not never, but I think I've talked about this before, like the only anime I've ever seen was like when I was in high school, a friend of mine made me watch, uh, I think it was Fist of the North Star. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't, I don't even remember anything about it because I really didn't care. And then uh, when I was in college, another friend made me watch uh, Graveyard of the Fireflies, whatever it is. Yeah. And of course I didn't. I mean, very. we talked about this already. Very good movie. Yeah. I don't ever want to yeah. see it again. But outside yeah. of that, I just, I don't watch anime at all, right? And so, Mm -hmm. like, I didn't even really know, just to show how dumb I am when it comes to this stuff, I didn't really know, like, what Studio Ghibli is. Like, because to me, it's just all all anime, and I'm not interested. Or at least I wasn't interested. Japanimation. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Um, But then, you know, I got my office mate at work, and, like, she's really into Studio Ghibli stuff. And then the guy in the office next door to me is into Studio Ghibli stuff. I started talking to him, like, oh, oh, because I mentioned, I I had it in the back of my mind, I want to watch My Neighbor Totoro because of the Boku no Natsuyasumi video. Because Tim Rogers talks about it 
yeah. in such a way where I'm like, I think I want to check that movie out. And I mentioned mm-hmm. that to my coworker, and then she goes off and it's, oh my god, you got to watch. Then you got to watch this one. You got to watch Kiki's Delivery Service and like, yeah, Howl's Moving Castle and Spirited Away and like, okay. So anyway, so I the point what is about Nausicaa and the Valley of the Wind. I don't know if she mentioned that one or not, but so. You know, normally, because, you know, my wife loves watching movies, right? And so normally I would just come home and say, hey, you want to watch this movie with me? But I'd never seen a Studio Ghibli movie, and and I kind of felt like I better just watch this first and see if I think this is something my wife would like. Yeah. You know, because she'd never watched anything like that either. You know, like normally we watch like if she wants to watch an animated feature, it's going to be like a Pixar movie or something. Yeah. So anyway, so I watched My Neighbor Totoro and I liked it, and uh, and so I told her about it, and she was into because I because I, I said I said I am a hundred percent down to watch it again because like I watched it, and then I I didn't want to read it I didn't know anything about it aside from whatever Tim Rogers said yeah. about it which isn't much right like I didn't go like read the Wikipedia article about it or anything like mm-hmm. that I'm just like I, I just want to go I live in my life now I feel like what. If I want to check something out or something's recommended to me, I just think it's it's way more fun to like not do any research on it. Yes, because it just ruins it. Yes. Yeah. Like if I had read the the plot before I watched it, it would have kind of ruined it for me. In fact, yeah. my my not my office mate, but the guy in the office next door, he somehow got it confused with a different movie. Because he said, oh, yeah, My Neighbor Totoro, that's kind of a depressing movie. And I'm like, why? What what happens? He's like, well, you know, somebody... He's like, I, I don't want to ruin it for you, but somebody dies at the end. Oh. And I'm like, oh, all right, well, that's sad, but whatever. You the know. Grave of the Fireflies. And so, like, I watched <laughs> the movie, but so then I was expecting the mother, like, oh, the mother's going to die, I guess, because of what yeah. he said. Then, of course, the mother doesn't die. So, um, Anyway, I really enjoyed it, but I, I read about it afterwards and read about mm-hmm. like some of the themes of the movie that kind of went over my head because I'm not familiar enough with Japanese culture. And right. So I'm like, now I would kind of like to watch it again. And so I told my wife about it because I figured maybe she would like to watch it uh, with me. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we did last night. And she had a, a very good observation that I guess somehow I didn't really notice, which is that, you know... Pretty much, I would say any that I can think of, at least like any American animated movie you watch, the storyline always boils down to like good versus bad. Right. There's there's a hero and there's some level of the evil person or some other kind of bad. Yeah. You know, there's various levels of bad. You can have like an evil witch. Or you can have like the rival car in cars, right? But it's always yeah. like, I'm the hero, that's the bad guy, and then I have to triumph over the bad guy at the end. Yeah. And and my neighbor Totoro has none of that, you know. Which I think mm. is cool, is my point. I mean I've never it seen was it. Refreshing. Either, so, uh, You've never seen what? My neighbor Totoro. Oh, I dude, never, you should watch it. it. It's really good. I mean, I'm familiar with like the character. Yeah, Totoro. I get that. Well, that's the thing. I didn't know. I as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh yeah, I've seen that. I've seen Totoro before. Like you know, probably yeah, yeah. A, probably you know as a stuffed thing in a store or something. Exactly, exactly. Without knowing what it was from, but you, you know, should I'm gonna, watch, I'm it. watch it. On, um, it's on it's uh, on uh, Max now. It's not HBO Max anymore. It's just yeah, Max. it's just this old. But uh, what's neat is that on on Max they have two. You can watch the American version of it, which is like dubbed. With mm-hmm. pretty famous American actors, yeah, yeah, 
or you can watch the original and it'll just have subtitles. That's I watched That's, it that yeah. way both times. I don't I don't want to listen to a, a dubbed movie. Yeah. I don't Man. I don't mind reading, you know. Yeah, I mean but I'm not going to do that with my kids, you know. Like I, I what oh, I want to yeah, do is yeah, I'm yeah. going to go and uh, I'm just going to wa- like I'm just going to put it on and watch it for oh, the yeah, first the time. Oh, yeah, the technique like, that you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, just, yes, just then you should see, definitely you know. watch the American dubbed version. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, maybe my son would be into it because he's really into, he's getting into Dragon Ball right now. Yeah. And <laughs> I I think he's, con- I've never watched Dragon Ball. Like, I just know of it. Like, Same. maybe I've watched, like, chunks of episodes here and there. Yeah. But I know a lot of the, the, the characters just oh, because. Oh, I don't even know that. Like, like, just like being in the games, a lot of times some of these characters would get mentioned or something like that. I, I've never played any of the games either. Sorry, it's not. And, I'm not. It's not like a competition of who knows less about Dragon. I'm just saying I'm completely <laughs> clueless. I know the name Dragon Ball Z, and that's yeah. it. Well, Dragon Ball Z is just one of many series. Do you in think in scene. Britain that they call it Dragon Ball Z? Do you think? Probably. Okay. I don't know. Maybe someone can leave a comment on this. It's a fair question. Episode and and answer that. Uh, but he's really into it and. It's it's been really interesting watching his progression of becoming more into it because he's he's really into it now. But at first he just he watched one episode and he's like he's like why do they just are they just like yelling all the time? I if if you know anything about Dragon Ball yeah you, you've, you've undoubtedly seen something where they're like oh like 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 charging up for something yeah like they're always charging up for something yeah and they're like yelling all the time. And he's just like, at first he was just, just saying, why why are they just yelling all the time? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, that, that's, that's a very astute observation because I just accepted, like, that's what, what happens in it. It's not, oh, like, that is actually pretty ridiculous that they're just yeah. yelling. Yeah. Charging up their attacks and throwing big balls of light at each other or lasers or something. What's funny, it was one of the misgivings I had about Totoro. I was, well, not personally, but I was concerned that my wife might get annoyed is that the two girls, like, they only really have one volume, you know, and it's like oh. 11. Because it's two, it's two little girls. Like, it's like a 10 year old yeah. girl and like a four year old girl and their dad. Yeah. Uh, did, did she like it though? She, thought it she did. She right? liked it a lot. In fact, as soon as it was over, she was like, oh, what else? is there because okay. you know we're watching you know, it on max like as soon as the movie's over it pops up like yeah, recommendations yeah. and like i said it was like kiki's delivery service and spirited away and mm-hmm. so yeah princess mononoke that one did not pop up that's still that that was the first one I ever well i i saw that one in the theater when i was it had like a limited release when i was in college i saw I watched that with the kids and it's, it's like it's kind of violent oh <laughs> not not so much for for kids in the same way i was at a, a a garden supply store the other day of all things mm-hmm. and there was a guy uh wearing a princess mononoke shirt and i was able to read it oh so i mean you've been uh, progress you've been learning some japanese son well i learned like i can read hiragana and katakana now so i can't how, how are you learning it through a book or are you using Something like the like the Duolingo app or anything like that on your phone. No, I found a website 
that uh, uh-huh. teaches you, like, I learned hiragana first and then katakana. Yeah. It teaches you, and then it has, like, a quiz tool. And you do something at the end, like, you do it, like, a, for a few minutes every day, essentially. I, I mean, I got kind of obsessive about it, so I did it more than a few <laughs> minutes. I just really enjoyed it. I still do it, like, if I need to kill time, I'll just open up my iPad and open the quiz tool and just run through it. Is just it, to keep is it, it all free fresh. site, or do you got to no, it's free. Yeah. for it? It's free. Will, I think what they do is they after. have a... Um, they have a program to help you learn kanji, and that you mm-hmm. have to pay for. Oh, okay. Which I think is it's funny to me because I, I was reading or I read something else where somebody was saying like if you're learning Japanese, like don't bother learning kanji. Like that's oh. a is it kind of saying that like right now that's a waste of your time. I see. Which makes sense so, to me because so they would like, charge you for the extra effort. That it would really require. I think because a lot of people think they want to learn kanji, I guess. Yeah. But it was basically the person was making the argument that, like, instead of wasting your time learning kanji, you should be studying vocabulary. Okay. You know what you should do? Which made sense to me. Because, like, if you read, I, like, I, like, I read, you know, I have all my, my, my PC Engine magazines and stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. which are, are written, you know, I, probably with teenagers in mind, right, kids and teenagers, so, yeah. like, any time they use a kanji character, they write above it. I forgot what it's called, but um, above the kanji character, it's written out in hiragana. So, like, you don't have to know what the kanji character is if right. you know what that word is audibly because it's written in hiragana right above it. What you should do when you are feeling pretty comfortable with it, which you seem to be. Yeah. Is you know I think I I think I heard Tim Rogers say one time that a, a great game to play Dragon Quest when Five you're like learn is Dragon Quest Five. Yeah. No, that's what I'm. That's exactly what I'm doing. That's my goal right now. Is I'm trying to get good enough that I can play Dragon Quest Five. I've never played Dragon Quest Five. I don't know anything about it. If I can get good enough Japanese to play Ooh. that, then bam. I've I've played the played on the DS. Like you know as a yeah. You know, like a localized version on the DS, and it's it's a very good game. <clears throat> I will say this though: I was going to say this on my show at some point, but I'm going to say it here. Um, if you're somebody, anybody out there, if you're somebody that's that's into playing, you know, if you're into old video games and you like Japanese games, do yourself a favor and just learn how to read katakana. It takes like okay, a I'm, day. I'm going to do that. It takes like a day or two. It's not if well if you if you got a big brain like you. No, it's not. It's like. It, a little a little pea brain, like no, I, like a stegosaurus I, brain. I don't like, have like a big, me. I don't have a big brain. Days. It's not. It it seems very daunting. Once you start doing it, you're like, oh, this really isn't that big of a deal. And then, like now, at least when I see Japanese text, I can go, okay, that's kanji. That's not going to happen. That's hiragana. I probably don't know that either. Like ninety percent, at least, probably more than ninety percent of things you see written in katakana, which once you. Once you know how to read katakana, you recognize, oh, that's katakana. It's an English word. And if you can yeah. sound it out, you're like, oh, that just says whatever. It just says it in a, in a different written language. And so my point is, if you can read katakana, you'd be surprised at how helpful that is playing old Japanese games. You know, because a lot okay. of old Japanese games, there's already a lot of text in there that's just straight up in English. Yeah. But there's a lot of other stuff that you thought, I thought was in Japanese, but it's not. It's just katakana, and it's still English. And you can sound it out and be like, oh, that just says whatever. That's, I mean, it's been immensely helpful playing that that baseball game. Because I can go to the menu system and go, oh, that says, 
That says play. That says instant replay. That says relief because it's just in Katakana. It's like, yeah. oh, easy. Well, I want you to send me that site like after this is done. Well, I'm gonna just. I like I'll send you the site, but just so I don't leave the hordes of people that that watch and listen to the show hanging. It's uh, the site is Tofugu. T o f u g u Tofugu. Ooh, I mean, it sounds what? like it's like it's 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 a cool sounding, but also kind of gross sounding name. I don't know. I don't know about that, but uh, they have a, a katakana uh, study guide and a hiragana study guide. They, you know, and it's all free. It's all free. It's, except for the the kanji stuff. Yeah, but don't worry about. All the right. Kanji. Well, my my journey will begin. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Maybe we could play Dragon Quest Five at the same time. That would be cool. Although I've already played it. I but did I buy a book really though. Fun. Just full disclosure, I did also buy a book. But okay. here's the thing: well, is like I I I bought the book, but like chapter zero of the book is like you need to learn how to read hiragana and katakana before you can even start this book because the book i think like the first chapter it will it'll write things out in in english characters which is romaji and hiragana but then after that it just it's hiragana only because it's trying to immerse you in that so it's like mm -hmm. you can't and the book i bought is like a textbook that like college japan high school and college japanese courses would use intro right know. But so that's when I read that. I'm like, oh, I can get started. And it's like, nope, you need to learn Hiragana and Katakana first. I'm like, oh, okay. And I, at the time, I was kind of <laughs> nope. like, you know, oh, I, I was hoping to get started. But, you know, I'm so glad that I did that because, like I said, now yeah. I can see stuff, you know, in games. That's exciting. I mean, that sounds, that sounds fun. It sounds like something that I would, I would like to do. Yeah. Um, I don't know how we got started talking about that. So. I don't know how we got started. But I did. I did want to circle back because uh, it was it was early last week now. What that this happened? But oh. uh, I went. To, I went to see Better Than Ezra. In, oh, I uh, forgot about that. The, the, yes, the better in 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 concert. Yeah, and uh, you know, like I'm not. I'm not a huge fan. Uh, I'm familiar with a number of songs, but they I, I appreciate in, their radio hits. I would say. Yes. Yeah. I got yes. nothing bad to say about Better Than Ezra. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And they, uh, I mean, the reason we went is because, you know, they had a very uh, important, you know, uh, role in, in my wife's life. You know, like they were like her, uh, they that's were like the, her favorite band for a long time. Like they so just, that's like her REM is Better Than Ezra. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, she always talks about like, you know, the time she like saw them in concert and stuff and she was like up against the, in the very front Against like like, the, like back in their heyday, yeah, okay. like up against the gate in the front. Wow, all right. It's not like they were playing like arenas or anything like that, but yeah, you know, it yeah. was, you know, probably. Hopefully, a, a she stayed safe, safely away from the mosh pit. Yes, I, I'm sure that <laughs> I, I don't think that there was one probably for them. I don't know, but I can't I can't I, say I was, for sure. I was joking about the mosh pit. Uh, but you know, I I, I sent you a lot of different video clips and photos like during i know you were like, making uh, me nervous i was trying to tell you stop doing like you're on a date with your wife like stop no no we went me. with another friend of ours so right. it wasn't even a it was it was not a thing and plus i wanted to have this stuff so that i th because i would assume that she would want to keep these for memories also she, i mean she like took a lot of videos but not really so yeah uh but i felt like because i'm not as as big of a 
fan, I felt like it was okay for me to yeah film film some more stuff. I mean, you were kind you of doing I mean? her a service. In a yeah, way. yeah, yeah. So that she could she know. could just be in the moment. Yeah, yeah. And just it's it's a weird thing these days because everyone's like, oh, you know, like everybody like goes to shows and they're just like looking at their phones or like watching the show through their phones, like as they're yes, I agree with recording. that statement. Yeah. And like, I don't even understand why people have a hard time with that. Like, just like start recording and then like watch with your eyes. I think my problem with it is just that if you're sitting, the farther back you're sitting, the more like phone screens you have in your field of view when you yeah. want to be focusing on the band. I think that's my my yeah. only issue with it. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess I could see that being a thing if you're like really far far back. It's it wasn't a sold out show. Uh, but I gotta say it was, it was, it was really good. What I liked about it is it just seemed like they were just having the best time. Yeah. You know, they were just happy to be up there and playing and just like screwing around. You know, I, I don't know how old they are. Uh, but I mean, they're probably like maybe. I'd guess like maybe five years older than us if I had to guess. Oh, definitely. He's definitely older than us. But, I mean, maybe he's like 53, 54. Yeah. Maybe 55. I mean, their first you know. hit came out, that good song, I Was 18. Okay. But he... So, he yeah. So, if he was 18, and that was... Uh, it was 95. I think it was like 93, maybe? 93 or 94? I thought it was 95. Okay, Again, I, I guess if, if you're 18... So I, I mean, he said, but the thing is, is he said during the show that he wrote that in like 1988 eight or something like that. Oh wow! Like, okay, so maybe he is like a he he wrote it like a long time ago. Yeah, long before. Maybe it was 19, 1990 that he wrote it, and it, he said, "Oh, it took like five years for like anybody to, wow, you know, pick up on it." Yeah, or something like maybe it was someplace else before it was on on their album. But they, it just seemed like they were having such a good time. Yeah, uh, it was. I was joking and saying everybody there was exactly the same age as me. Yeah. Basically. Sure. But there were a couple of people there with their with their kids. Yeah. Who were they were not young kids. I mean, they were not I mean not not grown up kids, but they weren't super young, but they were maybe like thirteen, fourteen or so. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I you know, I can't I wanna do something I wanna take my my daughter to something like this. She'd be into it, I bet. Oh, yeah. And I think I said this in the text message, but I was feeling it because this has been a, this is the first show that I've been to inside of a place in a like a really long time, like pre-pandemic. Yeah. So it's just the way that that sound, like the sound of that kick drum. Yeah. Like just like it sounds different and it just like hits you like in a way that cannot be replicated, I feel like. Yeah. And it was, it just felt really nice to have, to feel that feeling. Yeah. Again. Uh, but, you know, they, they played for, you know, like an hour and like almost two hours probably. Pretty good. And, and I said it to you in, in the message I was sending to you, but I was very impressed that they did not end with like their big hits. Yeah. Like they just like, you know, they didn't play any encore or anything like that. Yeah. But they, uh, uh, I mean, they did play like some cover songs, which was was fun too. Yeah. Um. 
but I was I was very impressed that they did not end with their like their biggest hits. They I don't. Just, I mean, I just feel like that's what you should do. Like I, you know, I don't know, man. It's just like when you're a band, if you have like one or two hits, and you wait and you play them at the end. It's just like most of the people in the audience, that's what they're there to hear, right? Yeah. And they're really just there waiting around to hear those, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just like if you pepper them into your set at various spots, it's like, look, you came here to hear me play X. I just played it. Now you can relax yeah. and just check out the rest of what we're playing instead of just yeah. being like, oh, is that the one yet? Is this it? You know? Yeah. Like, I like that. I think that's very cool. That they did that. Yeah, and, and but not a lot of people do it. I mean, at least the shows that I've been to. And a lot of times, these I usually see these uh, bands that only have like a couple of hits or like one or something like that yeah. as an opener a lot of times. And if you're an opener, it makes sense to play that last. Yes. Play like your most popular song last. Yeah. But, you know, if you're the headliner, it's just, yeah. it was a good show, you know, and... My wife got a, got a T-shirt. We got a T-shirt for my daughter also. Good. Uh, the T-shirt has has a kind of wet, hot American summer vibe to it. Okay. Like a like cartoon versions of them, like in the back of a. Oh, all right. Thing it's 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 kind of fun, but it's yeah. dra- it's drawn in that that wet, hot American summer style. Yes. If you've yes. if you've seen, I'm yeah. assume you've probably seen that movie. I haven't seen the movie, but I know exactly what you're talking about with yeah. the artwork. How much was yeah. the shirt? Do you remember? Uh, I, the shirts were like thirty, I think. Hmm. Which, I mean, yes. No, no, no. Like, I'm saying that because I, you know, the last concert uh, my wife and I went to, we went and saw uh, Rodrigo y Gabriela, you know, mm-hmm. and the shirts were like t-shirts. They were like sixty bucks. We're like, yeah, yeah, not gonna happen. But because that's where they make their money. I get it, but yeah. that's a little much. I feel like yeah. if you if you don't you think if you made them a little cheaper you'd sell more like I'm not paying sixty bucks, yeah. For that but better like, be a designer like, like T-shirt that's the softest material I've ever felt in my life, which it's not going to be. Yeah. yeah. Well, these these ones seem pretty soft. They they seem pretty pretty good. Yeah. And they were yeah, only thirty was, bucks, was, which is not bad. Yeah. I'm saying it, it thirty a, bucks to me show. is totally fine. I mean, you're at a concert, you're going to pay a little bit of a premium. I get that. But thirty yeah. bucks—that's completely reasonable, for in my opinion, for a concert T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I had a thought though. While I was there, you know. You, I'm sure you've heard people saying like, "Oh, it's is it? It's not cool to wear like the band shirt to like their show or something like that." But didn't that? I feel like that came out of a movie, and then everybody yeah. started repeating it. Like it was in like Wayne's World or something. Maybe. And then it turned into this thing that was supposed to be real. Like, you don't wear the band, the shirt of the band you're going to see. It might not have been Wayne's World, would it? But that's where it, it came out of a movie. Yeah. It's, like, it I don't think like that's Wayne's an actual World. thing. I don't think it's an actual thing either. Because uh, if you were like, the I band, think to- I think wouldn't I think you totally rather... Fine. I, I, but, I would like, if I was the musician, I would like to look out in the crowd and be like, oh man, there's a bunch of people here wearing Better Than Ezra shirts. That's awesome. Right? Right. Like if and you look I, out I, and they're wearing a candle box shirt, then you're like, what? <laughs> or cracker, or cracker shirt. Yeah, not Uncle Cracker. No, Cracker. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but 
I could see like going to shows like that and being excited if there's like something like oh they've been they got this shirt a long time ago. But what do you think yeah. about wearing a shirt for the band that you just got at that show? Like literally changing your shirt and putting it on. I mean, I wouldn't do it, but I wouldn't <laughs> like side eye somebody else that did it if that's what you're asking. Like I don't Okay. I'm I'm just curious. If you're that excited to be there, you're like, oh, I got the shirt I'm putting on right now. Like, go for it, man. You know, fly your freak flag. Yeah. But like yeah. for me, like, I I wouldn't bother. I mean, mm. it's funny. I can't remember I, the last time I saw time. somebody do that, and I did kind of give them a side eye. Yeah. And then well, I was thinking, like, fun. why am I doing that? Right. Stop being a. Uh, uh, and then I thought immediately after I said, I gotta I gotta talk to Chris about this. Yeah. That's like high fidelity kind of stuff. That's something that they yes. would they would make fun of. So don't be like yeah. that. Don't be like that. But I can't remember show. the last time I bought like a band T-shirt. Like I don't wear like if I go to concerts. What about I just, that Minutemen? I just dress like this. You were wearing the other day. Oh, that's true. But Minutemen, I mean, they're not going to play any more shows. I mean, that guy passed away. So yeah. But um, I mean, is that it? Was that a new shirt? Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. That's the first I can't think of a. a and that was only because uh, my friend, uh, my friend Nick, who is the assistant manager of armadillo music 207 f street in downtown davis he he uh like tagged me and somebody else there's this insta this guy who sells shirts and then you know as everyone does he has an instagram account where he kind of advertises and uh you know he posts whenever he makes new shirts and so mm-hmm. nick knows that i like Minutemen, and so he kind of like tagged me so that i would see it like, cause this guy, like he, he makes the shirts. Like he, oh, I he see. screen okay. prints them. Like they're not like, yeah, yeah. they're not like crappy red bubble shirts. Okay. Okay. So that, that makes total sense then. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's a much higher quality. Well, even product. the shirt itself, like I put the shirt on me. Like, oh my God, this shirt's amazing. Like it's thick, mm-hmm. like a Hanes beefy tea. See, I don't, I'm not really a big, soft. Not a big, big Hanes beefy tea fan. Like the like the heavy shirts, I'm just like Ooh. oh, see, I like this one's a little bit heavy. I mean, maybe not. So I, I, want I was kind of happy because like I think this will be more of like a, a fall shirt. You know, like it's too it's too hot for like a hot summer day. It's fine for like a cooler summer day, but that's a shirt that I can wear also uh, later. Yeah, but I, I also too just hot thought to it, handle, too cold to hold. Yeah, ex- exactly. Um, that's a good song, <laughs> by the way. Um, in my opinion. <laughs> But uh, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Speaking of Minutemen, um, you know, I love talking about all the stupid ways in which I waste money. Yeah. And um, this is on my list for today, by the way. Oh, really? Oh, because of. Well, I mean, just because I was thinking about Because of Jack Nicholas, right? Which I have (laughs) right here. Not, Not even, I'm not showing this for your benefit, it's for their benefit. Just if you'd like to see everybody at home what a classy copy of uh, Jack Nicholas for Turbo CD. Oh, look at that back art. <laughs> I was dying when you, you sent me that picture. thrown it in the garbage. Like this game doesn't even have its <laughs> rear artwork. I don't, what am I going to do with that? It's just, it's funny because there's like literally nothing on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's nothing. <laughs> it just says. Like you, you could print CD off your game. own. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, oh, Maybe anyway. I will. So I wanted to get uh, uh, Minutemen's seminal album, Double Nickels on the Dime. I really wanted to have it on vinyl, but it had been out of print for a while. 
And uh, this was like last year or something. I saw on Instagram some record store over in Santa Rosa, which is like a 90-minute drive from here, posted that they had a copy for sale, and it was 100 bucks. So, uh, of course, I drove over there and bought it. And now uh, now a year later, the, the, the record label has them on sale again on their website. It's like uh, it's like 28 bucks. You going to do it? No, because I, I have one now. What do I need oh, another you, one now for? Now you do if I had just waited a year, I could have gotten a copy for twenty eight bucks. Yeah. Damn it. I don't care. But you say spending money on stupid things like how I spent money on a second Atomos. How Ninja. is that stupid? You got a good deal and you'll use it. I did Yeah, I can find a use for it. In like in like I'm sure it, I can take that one with me if I go someplace. Yeah. There you go. I got and I because I bought this so the Atomos Ninja like I don't know how much it sells for like that version I mean it's the first version of it it's not the that the uh, the the five or the V plus or I mean just I today, typed the, it in the, when you when Ninja you showed Ultra. me that picture I typed it in and it's it's four hundred bucks right yeah and it was they it, it, but it was like basically completely like in the box yeah and had everything with it right yeah and I I got one of these you know a couple of years back. Yeah, just because they're they're good portable recorders and gives you like a second like a ProRes lossless recording. Yeah, of stuff. Yeah, it uses like SSDs. You can just like record to them, pop them out. Yeah, but you know they are like they're expensive, but and they don't get along with the Mister. Yeah, that's the that's the only downfall. I could pretty big downfall for for me. Yes, but I could probably get that to work, and you know I like the idea of being able to do that. Like, if I wanted to, like, bring the mister up to the bedroom. But, like, you don't think and if you go into the mister, isn't there a way in the mister settings to, like, I've lock it in? This, it. If you lock it into 60 frames per second, it still wouldn't but work? I, I, I mean, I don't know if there's a way to make it work. I should, I could try a bunch more, but I feel like I have a setting that is locked into that just, like, yeah. as a compatibility thing. Yeah. Uh, and it still doesn't work. Right. Um, but I could probably figure out a way to make it work. I just got to dedicate some time to it. But they, at the pawn shop I go to, the one where I, you know, where there's wiggle room on everything. Yeah, everything. Uh, on everything. Uh, <laughs> I go in there and I see it. I'm like, oh, it's kind of random that you have this. And she's like, you want to buy it? I'll sell it to you. What's well, her job? <laughs> so, yeah, but I'm just like, well, I mean, what would you do? And she's like, oh, let me look it up. So how much, first of all, how much did they have it priced for? Uh, three ninety nine. So they wanted full blown retail, brand new price for a used Adam. I know. I, I think the, the four hundred is like. I don't think it's brand new four hundred right now. That's what. I, but may, anyway. maybe it is. All right. But she's like, oh, you know, like she like looks and sees what she has on it. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I can do two fifty. Yeah. And immediately I send you like a photo because yes. you you were talking about it at one point. Yes. And I this all happened because I was like by this place waiting for my dog to get get groomed. Yeah. Like she's just getting groomed and I'm like I got to kill some time, you know, I'll stop at Goodwill, stop at Quick Cash. Yeah. In uh in in Bellevue, Kentucky. Yeah. And uh you know, I I <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, you know, I'll send you I sent you the photo. I sent one to try." See if he wanted it. Yeah. And I didn't hear back from anybody, and I I got a text message saying, like, you know, dog, dog's going to be ready in 15 minutes. I'm like, you know, like, I want it. 
but I'm not sure I'm just checking with some other people who might be interested in it. Yeah. And in the, the time that I took for me to like drive and pick up my dog, like I decided already that I'm just going to buy it for myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it just seemed like such a good deal and it was, you know, in the box and everything. Yeah. And uh, like not that that even matters really, yeah. but it's just Well, to me know, that that's a sign that it was probably well taken care of. Yes, exactly. So it kind of does matter, I think. Yeah. So I just was like, okay, like I, I can, I don't need it, but I could probably justify it. Yeah. In one way or another, uh, it's been kind of like a little bit of a pain in the butt because there's like a number, like a like a serial number you got to register to like Dude. add features to it, oh, and yeah. once it gets activated, it, the people, the person who owns it, like has to deactivate it. Oh no. But I was able to contact Atomos by uh, email, and they uh-huh. said, "Okay, like we've, like after I sent them some screenshots of like, um, like my receipt, yeah, and like the number on it, and like all these different things about it, I'm like okay, you know, like we'll uh, remove them from the account so that you can add yeah. it onto your account. Like just out of curiosity, like what features were you trying to? Well, there's like an H two six five, but that's like a uh, hundred bucks, isn't it? It is. It is a hundred dollars. I. What I'm. What I'm curious is like. So I bought that for my other one, and I'm wondering if it activates it on both. Yeah. On the account, or if you have to get it per device. Yeah. Which I just. If it, chances of me like actually getting that for this. Why don't other you just, one Why probably, don't you just record in ProRes like a proper gentleman? I mean, I do usually, okay. but it's just it gets. Yeah. Required. I. I. I haven't sprung for like another SSD yet. Yeah. But I, I, you know, once I get something like that, I'm like, ooh, what kind of accessories should I get for it? Especially if this is something, like, this is a version that I'm going to take with me. Yeah. So I ended up getting, like, this small rig uh, bumper. It's like a rubber bumper uh-huh. that goes around it so that if it, like, drops or something like that, it won't break. And, like, a, like a you know, a screen protector and stuff like that. Nice. And I got it. So usually the, the S, SSDs that go in the back, if you just, like, uh, slide one of them in, it kind of like goes, it like flops around a little bit. Yeah. But it comes with like a caddy that is like a, you put the SSD in that yeah. like makes it the correct size. Yeah. But I found online that uh, this this company makes this thing that just like slides in the slot and like has little risers in it so that you can just like slam like like bare SSDs in there without it being a thing. Yeah. It just it's, makes it a lot more portable that way. Sure. Than having to always use that that same SSD. Sorry to bore you with that stuff, but <laughs> I mean, I I don't share your excitement, but I'm I'm happy for you that you're excited. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you're you're Mr. B roll, so when when I actually do it. Yeah. yeah. Although I got uh, well, I don't want to say on the show. I got a I can't I had I got the best idea today. That's going to involve some B-roll that I'm very excited about, but I'm not going to talk about it on the show. Are you going to shoot the B-roll, or yeah. do you need me to shoot it for you? No, it's 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 not possible for you to shoot this B-roll. Unless you okay. want to come here. Actually, that'd be helpful. Do you mind coming over here? Uh, bring a tripod, please, and your camera. Thank you. All right. Why don't you, you, you can buy me a ticket, so I'll do it. You know, you should come it. out here. Though. We could go hiking. Yeah. We, we could eat tacos. Yes, be pretty maybe cool. you bring breakfast burritos. Well, we're not we're not doing that. Seven dollar breakfast burritos that are so bad you might just throw it away. 
Yeah, we're not doing so that, but there's a gas station near my house where uh, these people come out and make tacos every weekend in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And they're like, the best tacos I've ever had, not in Mexico. Dang. Yeah, and my wife agreed, and she's Mexican. So, you know, don't take my word for it, but she says it. That's from, you know, God's m- mouth to your ear. <laughs> That's, that's backwards, uh, do you want but... you want to do some slap or yeet? Yes, I have I have your list ready actually. All right. I don't I don't me, know why uh, you me, need your glasses for that, here. but all right. I don't I don't need a glass. I just wanted okay. to do it. I just wanted to do it. Here's my question for you. You gotta keep one and yeet two. Pick one that slaps, the other two get dropped. That's my question for you. I wish I had a, like a breaking glass at the end of that one too. I mean, we could insert it, but I I feel like I'd <laughs> want to ask Shane first because that's like his art. Yes. So I don't think I should be amending it without discussing it with its creator. Yeah. All, All right. right. Are you are you ready? I'm are you going to write this down? Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have a theme here, obviously. Okay. All right. Number one, does it slap or should we eat it? Number one, Crash Bandicoot. Okay. Are you writing? You're not even writing. You don't need to write this, really. You're the one that got all, you know, cocked know, and loaded over there with the. All right, number two, Shantae. Okay. All right, number three, Kirby. <sighs> that's, that's that's. So I mean, obviously, the theme there is you know third yeah, party, yeah, yeah. you know, mascot characters. Yeah, yeah. So when I say Crash Bandicoot, I'm not talking about like you know the original game, but I'm talking about the character. Yeah. yeah. Just like the entire like all of the games essentially, the yes. entire series. Yes. So I'm going to I'm going to eat eat a uh, for sure I'm going to eat Crash. Okay. I kind uh, of I, assume. I, I, I like, in, in in private I call him uh Crash <laughs> Crash Bandicooch. Wow. That's it's, like what I like to call him. Wow. Like just staying just, just staying you know. classy here at Here's my question for you. Uh, when it comes to Shantae and yeah. uh, Kirby, both both very good. Yeah. See, I um, I kind of felt like you were going to get rid of Crash, but I'm like, well, I can't because I could have put in like Wonder Boy, but then you're gonna you're gonna keep him for sure. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Wonder Bro. Right. <laughs> uh, gosh, I mean, between Kirby and Shantae is yeah is tough. Yeah. But if I had to pick one, I'd probably. To, to keep, I would keep uh, Kirby. Yeah. Just because I played more Kirby games all the way through. Yeah. And, you know, something like Kirby's Return to Dreamland is excellent. Yeah. Um, uh, the, even just like when Kirby went 3D with uh, in the Forgotten World is, yeah. is very, very good. You sh- if, you, if you had a chance to play Kirby in the Forgotten World, it seems like something you might like. Yeah, which um, which system Switch. is that? Oh, I think I have that then. I think it's I a three D one. I think I just haven't played it. Oh yeah, maybe. All right, I gotta go double check. I have yeah, a Kirby like a... game for the Switch that I bought physically. Was it in the last like year and a half? Maybe. Okay, as long as it's not Star Allies is not very good, which was like the first Switch game. Yeah, I don't think it's but... that. But Return to Dreamland Deluxe is like a remake of the uh, of the right. of the Wii game. I'll have to and go then, check. I don't know what I have. 
That that's that's a tough one though. I mean, Shantae yeah. is very good, but I've yeah. only fully played through uh, two games. Although I do own like versions of all of them. Of course you do, yeah. Uh, but I would have to say I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the, with the, with the uh, with the curvature. Hang on. Yeah. I you can't really see it. It's all over there. But I have a um, uh, Cold Stone was had like these mar- like these Nintendo themed. Sundays, yeah, right, yeah, uh, and you would get like they were based on different games, and I went in there and I, like, I didn't think the Kirby Sunday sounded very good, but the but the the Mario Party one sounded really good. Yeah, uh, it had like it had like cake in it and stuff. All right, it was it was good, but I was like, so can I, can I get the Mario Party? Uh, Sunday in a Kirby cu- Kirby cup. Yeah, like I thought it was maybe a risky ask. Yeah, because you know I thought that you maybe uh, could only get the the Sunday that you wanted in that specific game's cup. Sure, but they're like, oh yeah, we can do it. Well, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any? So uh, I still have do you have any mini there. baseball helmets? You know, from like getting a Sunday in the. Uh, mini- yeah, yeah. We have we have a Reds one. Nice. Yeah. I have it's, a couple of those. I, I should make my cat wear one of those. She needs to wear a helmet anyway, <laughs> to be honest, the way she is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess just last thing I was going to say, uh, especially since we're talking about Kirby games, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, although, I don't know. Wasn't there a Kirby game on the GameCube? There was, right? Uh, there's sure. Kirby's Air Ride. Yes, right, right. Which is anyway, like the... uh, you know, we, we talked about last week that I had that GC loader coming so I got yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, I got that installed. Pretty awesome. Yeah. So is this is this your first time really? I mean, I guess exploring the GameCube library like very deeply. No, I, mean, I mean, I had a GameCube when it was current, but mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't. I didn't. You get should that. play Rogue Squadron two if you've never played it, or if yeah. you haven't played it in a long time. No, I haven't played it, and that was like one of the games. I, I think that's part of the reason that you know I was like, I got to get a GC loader. Is that even yeah. a copy of Rogue Squadron two is like money oh is it really everything is on the GameCube and I think part of the reason for that this is my theory my current theory is that you know is because the GameCube was really aimed more at kids Mm -hmm. I think that you know if you're someone like me who who, like if I'm gonna buy a game I want it to be in nice condition you know I want it to have the rear artwork Mm-hmm. And so it's like I'm I'm looking for like I want an adult owned copy of a game. And so it's like, you know, not only do I want the game physically, I want the game complete. I want it in nice condition. And I think with the GameCube, a lot of those games are in rough shape because they were owned by, you know, 12 year olds. Yeah. And just the, you know, the discs themselves. Yeah. Lend themselves to being. Yeah. I mean, if you really, I think if you look at like the condition of the average GameCube game on eBay, it really makes a strong case for Nintendo doing the right thing with the N64. You know, sticking with cartridges. Mm. But anyway, my point is just like, you know, I, you know, I got this GameCube last year and I started buying a few games for it. And I was like, this is, it's too much money, you know, because what really pushed me over the edge was F-Zero GX. Yeah. Oh, because that game's like a hundred. So expensive. Yeah, because I, I really wanted that game. And it's like a hundred bucks. I'm like, I'm not spending a hundred dollars on an F Zero game. I'm just not doing. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I mean, a hundred and five dollars is what that GC loader cost. 
Yeah, so that's that's so no worth brainer. It. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you know, I got that, and then I got the little 3D printed thingy from mm-hmm. uh, Laser Bear. Put it all together. Um, there were a few hiccups, I guess, with the new GC loader, but uh, they already released a new firmware that solved that part. It's yeah. got some weird thing. It's not compatible with a lot of SanDisk cards, so a lot of people are upset about that. Cause oh, I th- really? I guess that's not something that can be fixed in with firmware. That has to be physically fixed. Is that just um, in the, the hardware 2 version? Yeah. yeah. I, I have the only, first hardware version, yeah, but it's... No, it's uh, only, like a, only the two. But I mean, so I, don't, just, I had just already bought out. a Samsung card yeah for that before it even so i don't care it, it doesn't work with a sandus some people are upset which i don't really understand because well like, that's interesting because SD usually cards it's the are so cheap you know it's usually the opposite way yeah like there's true. something about the samsung ones where it's like i don't like it's harder for computers like different I don't systems know. to read it's them. weird i, I don't mostly, know why i've mostly switched to samsung cards for odes like i still have sandus cards huh. in everything else but yeah uh, when I got the X station, I got you know I, I did some reading and read some things that made me think I shouldn't get a Sandisk card, so I got a Samsung instead, and it's been mm-hmm. a champ. And then I've got a Samsung card in the Saturn and in the GameCube. Speaking of the Saturn, uh, tomorrow that Fen the Fenrir is coming. Yeah, Fenrir Duo. Did you? I mean, so, you didn't get that from Castlemania because Castlemania is no longer Castlemania. Did you get it from? I got it from uh, Stone Age Gamer, but what do you mean Castlemania okay. is no longer Castlemania? Oh, they they are switching over to like, like they're just going like his like Rondo products or something like that, which is yeah. just like all stuff like sort like sourced from the community. Yeah, I mean, I like I don't know if it's like the uh, I, I like I don't know the exact reason for the change. I don't understand. But, are you saying he's just changing the name of the store? Well, he's not carrying the same things anymore. It's going to be oh. more focused on like community-built stuff. But is that not what the Fenrir is? No, it is. It is. I think it's. I. I don't know. Like maybe the friend. I think that Stone Age Gamer is taking over sales, and he's like sent all this the stock of like stuff like the X Station and the friend yeah. Fenrir okay. to uh to them to oh. Stone Age Gamer like, right. to handle well, that. What? Whatever. Uh, um. But I got the, so, the reason I got the Fenrir coming mm-hmm. is that's good because right now I have a mode in the Saturn, yeah, and so I'm taking the mode out, putting the Fenrir in, because then I can take the mode because now I got another order coming from uh, Laser Bear because mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to put that mode in my Dreamcast, and then I can get rid of my Dreamcast games. There you so go. So exciting! I, I'm I'm excited to see. Like, have you started selling these yet? Or? No. Because I, I just think I want to kind of get it all, you know, mostly together, and then because yeah. you know once I start selling stuff, that's going to take up a bunch of time, and I just want to yeah. have. Can't uh, wait to like get my eyes on those. I've only kept I kept I think three Saturn games. I kept one GameCube. I I don't want to get rid of shooters because I like collecting shooters. Yeah, like yeah. I have Ikaruga for the GameCube. I'm keeping that. I had uh, for the Saturn. I got a U.S. copy of Darius Gade, and I'm keeping that. I have a Japanese copy of Layer Section that I'm keeping, mm-hmm. and then for no good reason whatsoever, I just I have the uh, Outrun for Saturn, Japanese Saturn. Oh, you gotta keep and that. Yeah, I just I want to hang on to that. Yeah, but that's, you know, and it's uh, got like it. that 60 FPS mode on it too. Yeah, but I'm not gonna have a way to play those games physically, so. That's okay. I'm just but, keeping them because I just. But you'll put I them like on your games and I ODEs. Want to keep them. You know, like on my ODEs, I usually have a 
uh, separate folder where I just like have the games that I physically own. Yeah. In okay. there, like when I sort everything, I have like a folder called like collection. Oh, where right. it just has the games that I physically yeah. own, so I just know. Yeah. Well, no, Although, I'm just, like, I've, I've stopped upkeeping that a lot. Because I'm just making to... the point that it's silly for me to keep those games because, like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get rid of my other Saturn, so I'm not going to have a way to play Saturn games. But yeah. I mean, you'll keep these, disc, disc, keep these disk drives, like, in a bin or something like that, in storage or something probably, right? No, I already gave away the DVD drive I took out of the GameCube. Oh. I gave it to uh, uh, Fenris, Fenris Wolf Retro. Oh, okay. Because I, I saw him yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I picked up my PC engine from him. I feel bad. So I got my PC engine. I told you he put that turbo Nanza in my PC engine yeah. and then I got home and, and like it was making You're this having w- the sound issue. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I just said, Hey, do you mind just taking a look at this? Maybe there's like a, it sounds yeah. like interference. It sounded like you, that you could hear the CPU bus, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is I was already driving over there for other reasons. And so it's like, well, I'm just going to bring it with me and give it back to him. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have a lot of time to play with it. I just kind of gave it back to him. And then, uh, he got it back and then he did some research, but then he also has a white PC engine. And so he confirmed that his also makes that noise. And apparently that's just a thing with the original white PC engine. Not wild. Cause it was like something that got fixed with like the core graphics. So if that's, then I don't care. If that's the way it's supposed to sound, no problem, you know? Yeah. But anyway, so I went back yesterday. I picked my PC engine back up from him, but then I dropped off three more consoles. Uh, and I ga- I asked him, I'm like, hey, you want this DVD drive? You know, like, cause, mm-hmm. you know, spare parts or whatever. And so he took it. Yeah. I actually have a big bin of like spare parts and stuff yeah. like, for him. I've been meaning the oh. ship, but it's like kind of heavy. Yeah. UPS, man. Yeah, that's, that's what's going to have um, to be. I mean, now that I have that scale and that that printer, yeah, that you're just dying. Printer, any use, any any excuse to use that printer, I think you just love. That I thing. love that printer, but yeah. that's like something I had on my list because, you know, it's 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 fine to print off these uh, labels. You know, like these yeah. uh, specific size labels, like the four by six or whatever they are, or yeah, or like like you know, they're four by six. Like yeah, they're the shipping just, labels, like standard, whatever size they are. But it is so hard. So I got some other labels that are different sizes. There's like one that's, uh, they're like uh, 30 millimeter by 50 millimeter. Like just for, put a dress, a dress on there like that, like an like a, an address. Yeah. And you can put it on like an envelope. Right. And I could, like I, I spent like over an hour trying to get it to like work right, to print on those labels correctly. Yeah. Because there's just no, like, install, like, hey, you can install, like, all these labels for this specific printer, like, these different sizes. Yeah. Because it's, like, it was, these labels were made by a different company, but they're yeah. made for this kind of printer. Right. It was just, like, it just got me thinking about how annoying, like, is there anything more annoying to set up on a computer than a printer? And, hey, wow. like, what? I I mean, I don't like talking about this kind of thing. I mean, this is like talking about politics practically, but like I have Apple products and yeah. setting up a printer on an, on a Mac could not be any easier. Yeah. Like I just, we have but, a, we have a printer that's just got, it's got Wi-Fi built in, right? So it's on yeah. our home network. It's, it, I can so just it's get my Mac it and it, it will find it for you and be like, oh, is this the printer you want? And I say, yeah. And it just does it. 
Windows. I understand nightmare. that, and this does it too. But what I'm trying to say is, like, if you are trying to print something onto non-standard label sizes, yeah, I don't know. I don't ever do that. So. Then it just gets like it. It takes forever, and I'm, I'm I can't suffering think of anything vicariously like through more, you right now. More frustrating to do that kind of stuff. Why don't you just use the labels you're supposed to use? I don't understand. Like, why are you creating? Well, because somebody ordered stickers, misery. and I just wanted to make a a label with our return address. And I could I could go but through why and can't you write it if I had handwriting this... like yours. I, don't I could have that go good handwriting, and... but I'm saying why don't you just use the same labels you use for everything else? That's what I don't understand. Like you're because they're they're too big to fit on the envelopes that I want to put them on. I'm not going to put them in bubble. Like the, the labels that I have for everything else are yeah. for like bubble mailers. Well, listen, I'm not talking to you anymore. Listen, if you buy uh, if you buy a sticker. From the, the Classic Gaming Quarterly Shop, uh, it comes with an address, or it comes with an envelope that I hand addressed. I don't do yeah. this, you know, impersonal label printer crap that he does. See, people don't even need to ask I me for an autographed put a anything. Note inside, I wrote though. your name and address on the envelope for you. What's better than that? I know. I, I I appreciate that. Yeah, I do appreciate that. But I do like put a little note in there. I always say like thanks. Yeah. From Corey. Yeah. You know. Someone mentioned that, uh, it, like during one of our live streams, saying like, "Oh, you know, I opened up, I ordered a Blu-ray, and I was excited to see that, you know, Corey like put a little note in there." Yeah. <laughs> and Charlie was like, "Wait, you do that?" I'm like, "Yeah, I do that with every single one I send out." Yeah. And I'm like, "You should start doing that." <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Anyway, I was saying I dropped off three more consoles. Yes. With Fenris Wolf Retro. And they are what? Well, that's what I was trying to tell you. So I got uh, my um, my N64. Okay, so here's just back up a little bit real fast. I had sent my Turbo Duo to Voltar like two, yeah. two this was a, you know two years ago or something. And he uh, it was uh, that you know the Dujin Dance guy from Japan. Yeah. yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So you know Voltar undujin danced my Duo, right? Yeah. And when he sent it back to me. He sent me, he makes the little um, RGB boards for the N64 mm-hmm. and the, the Model 2 Super Nintendo. He just sent me those, and he sent me the IGR board for uh, the NES RGB. Right. And those three little PCBs have little, literally been sitting on my desk ever since then. Like, just loose. Just on the desk. And now you loose. got them all done. Did you get them... Well, I was just finally like, I'm going up there to see this guy, and I'm like, I'm just going to bring... Because, like, my N64, like, I RGB modded it, like, 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I... I What it has in it now, I told Fenris to save it for me. I want to hang it on the wall or something. Like, I literally <laughs> handmade the RGB amp that's in there. Like, I went to the electronics store and bought all the components and, like, a little, you know, through-hole PCB and made my own amp based on, like, a schematic that was floating around online because back then you couldn't buy this stuff just yeah. pre-made and i don't know um, man it sounds like you like the n64 quite a bit well no but it's like i it. i would rather have it properly done you know and so like i'm oh he's yeah, he's gonna take out my mod put that thing in same thing I'm with the for you to have done the, it the first time like all yourself like i need to like rgb mod this hey man. n64 hey man that n64 <laughs> launch video is my it's got like three and a half million views or something okay something that's like, like that like Double, I gotta have like even our closest video. I gotta have like a nice, you know. I'm not gonna make a video like that and not have it in RGB, right? So right. what am I gonna do? Anyway, 
Uh, so he's doing he's he's installing all three of those things. That's all. That's I have awesome. To say. Although I think I'm just going to turn around and sell the Super Nintendo. But Is like that right your now, only it's Super got, Nintendo. No. No. Okay, so you have another Super Nintendo. I have like a, a full size Super. You know, this is the this yeah, is yeah, the yeah. little mini second. Okay, we can't yeah, call yeah. it the mini. I don't know what you call it now, but you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. the little one chip yeah. guy. The the junior. Oh, okay, the, yeah, okay. It's the a, junior. It's a Super Nintendo Junior. Uh, no, I have a full size Super Nintendo, and then of course I have a, a Super NT. Mm-hmm. But I would rather just keep the full size Super Nintendo, especially now that now Voltar's made some crazy thing that cleans oh, the up the chip, video yeah. and the two chip. So then I'll just do that, I guess. Heck yeah. yeah. You know, I, I am going to put that in a Super Famicom. Nice. That I got from Fenris Wolf, Wolf Retro. Wow. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a, he has, he has a big presence in our, in our discord. Yeah. He was a super nice guy. In fact, when I went and yeah. saw him to drop, to drop the, the PC engine back off with him, you know, mm-hmm. he had brought with him just, I mean, I guess he's just trying to be a good, you know, customer service guy or whatever. He had a box and he's like, well, I can look at this for you. Or if you want, I'll just take this plate, this PC engine. Mm-hmm. And he had in the box, he had a core graphics two. Uh, mm-hmm. that was not modded, but it had not a spark plug, but I think, um, maybe something that, that DB elect guy makes it's some kind of like yeah, add on yeah. little, the, board. Uh, the, the graphics or not the, like the, like the gra- not the graphics booster. It was the um, was it the-, the DB booster? The engine block was it called? I don't know, man. Whatever the, the it Stone is, Stone Age like- Gamer made like a yeah en- enclosure for it. Okay, what? Well, well, it was that. And okay. he's like, if you want, you can just take this with you now, and I'll just keep the you know. I thought it was nice of him to give me the yeah, option, yeah. but for me, it's like I already have a core graphics. The whole reason to have that other one is that I have an original white PC engine, you know, mostly for B-roll and stuff, but, you know. Mm-hmm. So I didn't take him up on that offer, but it was nice of him to yeah. extend it. He's a good guy. Very very thoughtful. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out. Well, I, I mean, stuff. I have a bunch more, but I can save a lot of this well, stuff. Well, it's an hour and 50 minutes, so. Exactly. So I can, I can, save, I can save some of this stuff. Yeah. That's that's good. It's all stuff that's evergreen, anyways. Oh, good. Not 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 winter green, but evergreen. Yeah. How come that's not a gum flavor? Wouldn't evergreen? that make sense? Like extra extra, right? Because the flavor at uh, uh, yeah. lasts extra long. They should have a flavor called evergreen. They they should. It, or if if that does not exist in any way, then somebody should make some gum that never loses its flavor. You know, so I'm just so tired like of like having to do other people's thinking for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, why am I having to come up with? There's like food chemists out there and like marketing people. That's your job. You're getting yeah. paid. That's your job. And you're just sitting. <laughs> I, I, We're I'm just a couple of guys be, in our basement. Yeah, I'm just some knucklehead who, not wearing who gets any pants. paid to talk about video games and pretend I'm a scientist. That's my job. <laughs> you do yeah. your job. Evergreen gum, get it done. Yeah. yeah, get it done. Do it now. Yeah, or face the consequences. Yeah. All right. That's well, it. thanks everybody for listening. Yeah. Episode, episode what? Episode four. Episode forty. Wow, that's, I mean, that's was, kind of a... episode forty. Uh, forty ounce. Go drink a forty ounce <sighs> after. 
Pour some let's, out. Let's, let's pour. Let's pour out a forty ounce. Pour some for out for your 40. homies. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you next week, or yeah. hear you next week, or yeah. well, I won't hear them. Week. Well, they'll hear us though. We hope. Yes. We hope. He- hear us next week. Yes. Bye bye. <laughs>